Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast after a 2-0 win at Sheffield United where the result is pretty much the only positive thing to come out of it. It wasn't an enjoyable watch, but we'll take the three points and then never speak of this again, at least not until after this pod. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk and for this one I've got with me Julian Richards and making his long-awaited return to the pod, Terry MacDonald. All right, T, we'll start with you because you haven't been on for a while. Uh, sum that one up for us. Yeah, it's not the best one to uh, to come back on with. Uh, yeah, it's just, I suppose it's a case of getting in, getting the points and getting out, but it really wasn't, really wasn't nice watching. Uh, it just made so much hard work of like, of even like the basics of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, you'll take the points, especially with City getting beat tonight, but at the same time, it's not an encouraging performance against, let's have it right, one of the worst teams we've seen in this league. New manager or not. Yeah. New manager's only had a day like, there. It's sure. not like he's had time to do anything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, performance-wise, absolute dog shit. But, bigger picture, happy with the win. Does it, does it kind of make you lose a bit of confidence, though, after that performance? Or do you just put it down to just it's an off night, let's just move on? I don't, do you, do don't know because, he, he, I don't know because I don't know because I mean you look at like Arsenal last night they, they won it in the 96 minute scraped it really against Luton and I know we went to Luton and we kind of like dropped the ball these kind of performances will happen and it's all about getting the win but you, I don't know really you would like us to be more cohesive and stuff like that and again come back to it especially against a team that is so poor Mm. Um, so on the one look at last season you know last season we'd have, we'd have probably lost that or at the very least through it because we didn't beat any of the promoted teams the way last season so from that point of view that's encouraging but you would like to see us perform better definitely most definitely what about you Jules how are you feeling after that in terms of more confidence about the rest of the season less confidence or just the same uh, it's about the same, to be honest. I just, I think you can't expect. This is a really tough part of the season. There's a lot of games coming out, thick and fast, um, and you can't expect the team to be playing at that. No one's playing at a high level. Well, Villa maybe tonight after their performance, but no one's really playing at a high level at the moment. Um, and I, I could sit here and say <laughs> I'm not going to make excuses, and then reel off quite a few excuses that I think are fairly valid. Um, as I say, busy period. It's really cold. It's a it's a it's a stadium with a new manager, so it's quite it's quite a difficult stadium to play. And if the if the fans are up for it, Sheffield United are very very limited. Um, as Terry said, they're probably one of the worst teams you'll see in the Premier League. But they did work hard tonight. They did really work hard. Clearly for for Chris Wilder for the new manager. Adding to that, there's a there's bound to be some element within the players that think. This isn't a very good team. We we won't play at full throttle. Um, and then there's just general fatigue as well. But again, coming with the schedule, how how many times you play? It. I I, I I'm not surprised. I, how often do we ever like batter teams midweek away from home? 
Like, mm. did that, does that happen? A lot? We batted them midweek at home. How many times do we go away from home in 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 December, January, and and win handily against these teams? It reminded me of sort of the games we'd play at Burnley when Dyche was there. Uh, it 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 had that sort of air to it. What was that game? Was it Clavin who scored the late goal against Burnley? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah right. that, that was yeah that New Year's Day. But it's that sort of game. It was that sort of game. I didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really do anything different to me. I. It, it did feel like at some point in the last. It. It felt like Sheffield United's game plan was, all right, we're one 0 down. Let's just sort of work hard, try and keep it tight, and then in the last ten minutes we'll have a we'll have a little bit of a go to see what we can get. Um, but they are just so limited that the having a go wasn't really, wasn't really that threatening. Um, I think it's just when you file away uh, and say, okay, three points, job done. You'll you'll see much better performances this season. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'd be more concerned about the game away at Palace at 12.30 on Saturday um, and what kind of performance we're going to get there than the performance here. See, if we were to play like, if this game tonight had been Palace away, and we played like that, and we come away with a two 0 not playing lose. great. I'd be fine with that. No, no, yeah. I'm saying if that if we oh, had okay. that outcome, Cause I'd we, be fine with it. Because if we play like that against Palace with some of their players and pace, we'll, we, oh, we'll we get beat. Yeah, we'll, we will. Yeah, we'll lose. Yeah. What I'm saying is like if that if tonight if we'd have been playing like a not even a good team but just like a competent Premier League team, and you come away with a two 0 not playing well, I'm fine with that. But that did concern me tonight, mainly because. <laughs> We had the Luton game, which was very similar. I think this was actually considerably worse than the Luton performance, even though the results better. Like performance-wise, I thought tonight was absolutely brutal. I thought it was terrible, and I put a lot of it down to the tactics rather than just individuals having an off night. I just I don't know what we were trying to do. You know, I think maybe like this whole. I don't want to go back to the whole Trent inverted, should we, should we not. It's not specifically about that. I just think that maybe that's it's going to work well against decent teams. But against teams like that tonight, I mean, it's compounded by the fact we had Gomez on the left. So there was just no whip. It was, we, we did what they would have wanted us to do. We played the way they would have wanted us to play to make it as easy as possible for them. And they were pretty comfortable they, they, they weren't like hanging on we weren't creating loads of chances they had moments of their own but they just didn't have the quality to make the most of it but yeah it does worry me a little bit because the away form's not being great like performances um like <clears throat> coming off the back of the fulham game i can easily write that fulham game off on the basis that fulham played really well and Fulham have won five 0 tonight, so Fulham's in like mm. a, a decent. They're, they're better than we thought they were, and although we were off it at the weekend, I think Fulham like did play really well and made it more difficult for us than any of us expected it to be. You, you've not got that tonight. I don't think you, I would not say all oh, Sheffield United played well. He did that. No, they are what they are. The shit. They'll work hard. They'll put the foot in. Like they were leaving the foot in afterwards. You know, letting us know they were there. That's fine, you know. We should be able to deal with that much better than we did tonight. I I just thought tonight was terrible, and even the two goals on another night they get disallowed. I mean, the first one for me, no way is it a foul, but technically you could have given that if you wanted to. Uh, and then the second one, 
we'll get to that later, but I think more often than not, a free kick gets given there just because of like the nature of the tackle, even though he won the ball. So like, it's it's just a really unconvincing win. Um, and as I said in the intro, it's one that like we just, we'll discuss it now and then never speak of it ever again. But at the same time, if we keep putting in performances like this against newly promoted shite, which it's not just this, it's not just Luton, <clears throat> it's it's been like a recurring issue, like from last season to this season. Um, it's a bigger, big enough sample size now to think there's a problem here. Like, what is it? Is it is it attitude or is it tactics? And I would say it's more to do with tactics than, than attitude. I mean, do you think like that they've just gone at that half arse tonight? What do you reckon, T? I think there's an element of it. Yeah, I think you're right in saying that. I said about the the system. I think I said in the chat, didn't I? I think you could go through the wins we've had this se- this season, and I don't think at any point you could pick up and say we've won that because of the system we're playing, because of the way we're inverting Trent. Now someone might correct me or not. I might be wrong. Yeah. But to my mind, I can't think of one where a game we've won has been as a direct result of Trent dropping in because everyone knows we're going to do that because that, I mean. We've been doing that now for, for what, almost a year, coming up to a year. So it's it's not a surprise for anyone. And I, I don't really, if I'm being honest, I think we should just buy a right back and just just give Trent an eight, just, put, just make him an eight. Just be done with it. Because, I mean, if we're doing it on Sunday, we're desperate for the goal and Jürgen's solution is to just lash the right back into midfield. It's like, well, why, just have, why have him made in the first place? Why even bother with it? Just play Gomez there as a as an out and out right back and just play Trent in midfield. Because that's where he wants to be, clearly, and that's where he's doing most of his best work now. But in terms of how the system is, I don't think all right, we're getting wins and we're second in the table. You can't argue with that. But I'd be hard pressed to sit to tell you the game where um the system has directly been you know, the, the one thing, the one massive contributing factor to, to his winning them games. And tonight, I think it was a bit of like, you know, um, I wouldn't say a drop in attitude, but it was more like, more relaxed about it because they are so bad. But at the same time, you become that relaxed that you start giving chances away. And they didn't have that many, but the couple they did have in the first half where Keller's had to make that save, it's come down that side where there's no right back. So... It's like you're leaving yourself open to that against good teams who will punish you. And you're leaving yourself open to it against dog shit sides who, who, on Luton as well. It's, it's you know, there needs to be some sort of like allowances made for who we're playing with it. I don't think there's any point in doing it in a game like tonight. If you want Trent in midfield in a game like tonight against them, just play them in, play them in midfield because the risk is lower as they're terrible. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, but then, like I say, you look at the league table, we are where we are. We're playing that system, so it's not, you could argue again, it's not directly disadvantaging us. But I just think maybe that we need to do something different. Maybe. Jules, what do you reckon? Um, I think I've, I think, <clears throat> I think I've, said before i don't particularly like this mishmash where we sort of don't have a right back for parts of the game um well the counterpoint uh, to that though is arsenal and city have well city have changed it somewhat now but they did play that way with cancelo and arsenal do it and 
I suppose in, in theory, you know what they're trying to do, it's to get the extra man in midfield and everything else. What what I'm thinking though is do you think we need to if we're we're gonna play that way, we know that. Do you think we should play that way all the time when the evidence against teams like this tonight should suggest that we need more width in the team and we're not getting it by the way we're playing? Do you think we should play a different system against weaker teams? <laughs> well, I could sound like someone's someone's dad and say, if Arsenal or Man City put their hand in the fire, would you do it as well? It doesn't really matter what they're doing, does it? It's what works for us. I don't think it works <laughs> for, for us. Um and yeah, you are lacking that little bit of width, even more so when Robbo was was playing. It's a little, Simicast is not as good as Robbo, so you see it a little bit less, but it's still there. When 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 Simicast is playing again, a little bit different tonight because it was uh, it was Gomez on the left, but it, <laughs> it just feels like a it just feels like a very strange hybrid. And I just I certainly I, I don't understand why you would do it when you don't. Or maybe again, you you know, maybe you're saying it's Gomez, but you don't have a sort of more attacking right back available to then to then drop Trent into midfield if that's if that's what you want to do. Um, and I again I, I agree. Is it needed? Is it needed tonight? I mean, Sheffield United were obviously going to be more compact in the middle, so with it was what what was needed. But I just feel it was just a general lack of energy tonight. It just could be that could just be fatigue. You have to manage. You have to conserve your way through the season and you you know who you're playing so maybe they drop a gear and it's not that easy to go up a gear especially away from home look at like you know look at the Fulham game we we were for large parts of that pedestrian but then the third goal goes in and then it's just irresistible then it's just the momentum the the, the tempo everything just goes against Fulham and within 90 seconds they're down they're losing um, I just think it's a little bit more different uh, away from home to sort of build momentum. If you start in third gear, you might be stuck in third gear a lot longer than you would like to if you're at home. I also, I should say, you're going on about the promoted teams. It sounds to me like you're saying we're going to have a, we're all going to have a Boxing Day ruined when we play away at Burnley. Oh, God. which is also why this game feels like Burnley game because we're playing Burnley on Amazon <laughs> Prime on Boxing Day. It's the same game. It's the same setup. Yeah. No, go on, carry on. Can I say as well? Sorry, just, just to say about the, the system again. This, you can also, the system isn't the reason we're only, uh, sorry, we're not top. We're only second. Yeah. The reason we're not oh, top. I genuinely thought, I genuinely thought Terry was going to say Darwin Nunez then. No, 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 he'll get to that because he's like the biggest Darwin hater of, of all. He makes no, you sound like no, me, Jules. No. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, Steady. But yeah, that's, that's the thing. Um, we're not we're not where we are because of the system and you could argue we're not where we are um in spite of the system as well. Um we are where we are because we've got cheated at Tottenham. And that, like you said, the City Arsenal play that way. Um Arsenal top city obviously a bit on the arse at the minute, but it's worked for them. So may, maybe we are reading a little bit too much into it and we're a little bit too overcritical of it because what we're seeing is is chances. Well, towards we're seeing chances consistently come down that side, where our right back should be, or we're seeing players look to that side to to look for width, and there's been no one there because our right backs on the edge of the six yard box, or sorry, on the edge of the eighteen yard box, or he's on the centre circle. But if you know the manager thinks it's working because he's 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 persistent with it, even when it's the likes of Gomez in there, so. Who knows? I mean, like I said in the chat before, I'll take 23 more of them. <laughs> you know, so 
it is not so much the, like the the system and Trent doing what Trent's doing. I don't think that's like the biggest problem. It's him doing that when we haven't got width. Like he can do all that if we are players who are like staying wide and like because yeah. you know, City <coughs> play like that. You know the wide players will stay right on the touchline and and spread the pitch out, which is creating room for other players. We just all seem to be like bunched in the middle too much. I mean tonight. I'm not even criticising Cody Gakpo at all for this, but Cody Gakpo touched the ball about five times all night, and I don't think that's specifically his fault. I think that's we're just so bunched. The areas mm. where he, he wants to get involved, he couldn't. There was like there was too many players in there, so we, he just couldn't get in the game. You know, he's supposed to be like dropping off, and then he's got people running off, but there was it was too congested in that space, and he he was barely able to to get in the game at all. Yeah. Diaz just doesn't look right. Yeah, he was better when he went to the left. He was but like, on the left when he went Diaz to the left. Diaz is not giving as much at the moment. He just doesn't look right. You know, it's yeah. it's probably a result of the injury. You know, it takes time to no. come back from it. Um, Mo tonight as well. Fucking hell, he's just he's unlucky with the yeah. He was unlucky with chance, the volley. Yeah. That was a well struck yeah. volley. But the first half, um, especially a couple of the other chances he had, and he's just fluffed them and just. He just doesn't beat players anymore. He's like he's running at them and just running straight into them all the time. It's like it's frustrating, and it's surprising that he he got subbed. But then when it when I wasn't expecting him to be the one to go off, but when it was his number that got called, I was like, well, yeah, that's kind of fair enough, you know. I don't think like you can complain. And Mo himself didn't even complain, did he? Yeah. It was almost like he was like, yeah, yeah, that's all right, yeah, fine. Nope, Do you not no think that was a little there. bit of the weekend in mind, though? Yeah, it is. It's 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 with that in mind. But going back to what you said, Jules, about it, it, it could be fatigue and all that. With that in mind, we're not a bit surprised by like the the, the starting lineup, and you, you, you know you've got Jones and Elliot who could have come in, and instead yeah. you got McAllister starting again. And, I uh, and Dom. Yeah, so I think I think fair enough. You, you, there's obviously an element of even in the team selection of we're playing Sheffield United, they're not good because that's why Simicast got a rest. And that's why, you know, you Endo started. You could say it's because he scored, but I don't, I, I generally don't think that Klopp no. picks his team based on a 10-minute cameo where, where you happen to score a really nice goal. I just don't think that happens. I think no. that was pre-planned. So those mm-hmm. two were pre-planned. So <clears throat> I, I would have preferred to have seen Elliot start in midfield instead of McAllister or Sabosley, probably Sabosley. And I, you could have made an argument to play Jones instead of McAllister, but then you're changing all three midfielders. That's yeah. a risk. So then you think, all right, maybe you take McAllister out. And I just think he didn't want to take McAllister out because there was a chance for him to play in his more natural position. Mm. And he and he's just like, no, no, you, you deserve it. You know, you, you, we're going to play Endo, so you can you can have a chance in your natural position. So I think the only one really you could say probably shouldn't have started. Was was the was the guy who scored the second goal, which is Sabosley. I think he probably could have done with the rest. You probably could have played Jones. I know Jones wasn't great in his last start, but again, you're not going to build form up by sitting on the bench, are you? So, I wasn't like I was only a little bit surprised by Sabosley, not really by McAllister. I don't think you could have changed all three. I think it had just been too. Well, although saying that, if you'd have played, if you'd have changed all three tonight and played like that, you could have just gone because well, the midfield was all different and it's just a little bit. Yeah. Everyone's trying to build form and and, and what have you. But mm. that's the you know at the same time let, let's yeah. let's be honest we're starting to build up a little bit I, the 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 annual this Christmas Liverpool injury list. 
you know, we've just had the news that Matip's going to be done for the season with a, a, a busted knee, his ACL's gone. Mm. And and Dave and I were talking just before we came on, and I, and I said, on the one hand, it's really bad. Obviously, it's bad news for Matip. But the good news is it's only three weeks until the January transfer window. And then Dave said, but the bad news is it's only three weeks to the January transfer window <laughs> and we probably won't do anything. But that if if we don't do anything, or if we don't accelerate a plan, like Matip no. was out of contract this year, if we don't accelerate a plan to go and get someone, uh, that's going to be, especially with how the, the season is starting to pan out. Again, between now and January the 1st, we've got Palace, uh, Manchester United, Arsenal, Burnley, and then uh, um, Newcastle on the 1st of January. So come the second of January, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm, to- I'm, I'm talking specifically about the league here, just just the, the title challenge. Because what I was going to say is, yeah. if you if you get good, you know, you you go come through that unscathed, you won't win all of them. That'll be quite remarkable if you win all of them. But you come through those unscathed and you don't lose any, and you're still in the hunt for the title, and it's January the second, and you don't decide that okay, yes, Kanate, he's a bit injury prone. Verge, he isn't. Kwanzaa being good, but it's a hell of a risk to just rely on him. If you don't pick somebody up, then that that's just the usual. Like everyone's going to be up in arms about it because you're passing up the, you, if, these opportunities. You shouldn't pass them up, and yet we normally do it every every year when we have these injury crisis. But we are building up as you uh, know quite the quite the injury list mm. again. Yeah, so is everybody else though. To be fair, it seems like everyone's got injuries at the moment. Um, but just Nature on the another yeah. point there, when you're talking about. You know, you're talking about like the cover at centre back and that. I'm not sure we can even count Joe Gomez really as as cover at centre back because he's spending he's so trends. much time at full yeah. back. Yeah, he's trends cover. Yeah. yeah, and he's also covering at left back at times. Well. Yeah. So yeah. there may be times where you, you might think, oh well, we've got Gomez as well. But the game where you maybe need him to play centre back, then you buy a right back. Then, he might. Isn't well, I I don't think they'll do that because they no, love I don't, Connor Bradley. That... They love Conor well, Bradley. I, mean, I don't think he needs to start playing then, doesn't he? He's only he just back though. Bradley, he's only been yeah. back like two weeks. He's been injured the whole time. So, well, um, he can play against in the in the Europa League in that game yeah, coming up definitely, next yeah. week. Yeah, maybe. And then the, possibly, uh, hopefully, maybe the league. Hopefully, with a few up, few up against Palace on Saturday. Getting twenty minutes or something. No like chance of that, that, mate. No. Palace, Palace just got beaten on by Bond. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't no, matter. No. <laughs> I the, the, the locals are telling against Warren Town. It's like you've never seen us play. I know. It's like you've yeah, never seen us play tonight. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Unai Emery's hair here, thinking he definitely dyes it, and I've completely forgot about our game. He's, sorry. So he's got yeah. the same dye as Arteta, hasn't he? Oh, Jesus, yeah. he's Captain no Scarlet either. No. No, I tell you what, if if we are like up a few goals against Palace on Saturday, then Dave can issue an apology to Terry on uh, on yeah. Saturday. I will, yeah. but it, it won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> It'll be another one where we're sweating over it. Written and posted on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter. Thanks very much. God. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the goal then? Because there wasn't really much else happened in the first half. That was that was the only decent set piece we put in all night. Really, I mean, I think I looked. We had ten, eleven corners, and nine out of that ten or eleven. Because Trent had his ass crack on show when he took that one. 
Could have been, yeah. Well, I think he'd just been doing someone's fucking drain yeah. pipe, didn't he? I didn't even notice <laughs> it, and then I just heard me dad going, oh, come on, pull your pants up, lad, come on. And I was like, what? And then I looked, and he's got like a big builder's ass on show. Yeah. yeah. Usually it's his fucking socks that you're saying to pull up, but Christ, the rest of them. Yeah. It's going to be bastards. But, um, but yeah. you're saying about the set pieces, but do you not think a part of that was like every time a ball got played in, it was like three or four of our players were just being like wrestled and pulled back that? by the shirt? I mean, literally, think about it now, like literally every single time Robinson had all the Van Dyke or someone had all the Gakpo or someone had all the someone. But it wasn't like subtle. There was nothing subtle about it. It was blatant. It was absolutely blatant. And you're like, that's more like I don't want to get into like conspiracies about people and stuff like that but I mean did City not get like two penalties in a week yeah they did for the exact same thing like, nobody one else gets them though no one gets them at all no, except for City you don't get pens for that but, but City did yeah yeah so maybe like um, Sam and Rupert have been told off about what he did to them on Sunday so he wasn't you know he has to fall into line now and he'll give them one next time he, he refs them because it was just like it was so blatant what they were doing it, it wasn't like you know the dark arts I think it was just yeah just going to grab everyone yeah. and then I might just last them to the floor as well but because but yeah, they know that to be fair you, you, yeah, you that would do it well, that Van Dyke one. if it's not getting if you know it's not going to get called why wouldn't you do it you'd stop them getting a run at it so it makes perfect mm. sense for them to do that I mean the one when it hit Virgil on the shoulder and went over the bar and Jack yeah. Robinson's got hold of his shirt the whole time and not just like getting touched tight he's pulling him the whole way. Dragging him down, yeah. And it, it, it was like, it wasn't, oh, he's got away from you, I'm going to grab a shirt. He literally had hold of a shirt for like six seconds, like not yeah. stop and didn't let go. My, and, Michael Brown was like that on commentary. He's like, oh, he might have a bit of a shirt. Like, God, he's basically wearing it, Brown, you soft yeah. bastard. Because it was just that bad. Yeah, that was some biased yeah. commentary from him. Like, But, oh, uh, but was, you um, see, that's why I thought on, on the goal, you could disallow that because I do think Virgil knew what he was doing, leaning into him, taking him yeah. out. I do think he, he knew. But if you're not given anything for the constant like pushing and pulling yeah. and stepping in front of people that they're doing, like defending, you shouldn't really be giving it against the forwards either. And we just had one given against us. I think it Virgil got it. Was it Virgil? It was, or one of our players got a foul given against them from a corner and there was nothing in it at yeah. all. I'm like, fucking hell, you're letting them do all of that. And as soon as like a forward gives a bit back, you're blowing the whistle. So I thought there was a chance they were going to disallow that, you know, once they were looking well, at it. But um, Michael Brown thought that as well. But like Michael Brown, I think I put that in the chat as well. Michael Brown's going on about, oh, you know, slight contact there. I'm like, mate, you used to headbutt people on the pitch, you dozy bastard. And you're talking about slight contact there. Get to fuck. There was not, well, although to be fair, thinking about it now, I don't know if you remember the. Uh, Carabao Cup final when we played Chelsea and Verge got done for a similar one he slightly pulled Reese James back and Matip scored and it got uh, disallowed Matip scored the header off a free kick I don't even know yeah I knew you were going to say that because Liverpool are terrible for <laughs> it but so like yeah the free kick come across and Virgil just like he, I wouldn't even call it like a tug he kind of just like pulled Reese James a little bit and Reese James was nowhere near the ball but they still gave a foul for it, and Matip's goal got ruled out. So that was like, that's the type of thing that sets you thinking, oh, they're going to look for anything here to try and rule us out, and especially given the way it's gone for us this season. Like, um, But yeah, when it, when it was given, like, yeah, given what they've been getting away with, that's, that's, about, that's about right.
You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. That's, that's how I think. I mean, even if it technically might have been a foul, you've got to call it the same way for both teams and given what they were doing, I don't really think yeah. it would, would have been right to disallow that. Would have definitely not been right. Morally right, anyway. Jules, what did yeah. you think? Do you think it was going to get given or not? That, no, it wasn't enough in it not to give it. Although I, <clears throat> I, I, I'm still reeling from the the penalty that um, the referee decided to give against um, against Wales. Ben Davis, like it's the most innocuous little nudge, it wasn't even like a proper arm out on the player from a ball that was that was played played in from out, outside the area. Uh, not even a, not even like a proper cross, and a penalty was given away. And you just think you. you you don't want the, I don't want those given because it's against Wales. You never want those given. I just uh, I'm not gonna lie. I had no problem with any of the decisions the referee made tonight or the VAR. Because uh, well, they went in our favour, that's why I had no problem. <laughs> if with they didn't, either. if they didn't go against our in our favour, I wouldn't have been asked either. You let you you pay your money, you take your choice with tussles and at corners and stuff like that. As you just said, sometimes they're given, sometimes they're not. It depends how egregious it is. Sometimes it depends what what mood the the referees, and sometimes it's about it, like what initiatives going on. Like um, mentioned that City one, like a few weeks ago, they got given for a grapple, which never usually gives. And there'll have been some sort of we need to clamp down on this set standard. It happens all the time. I couldn't care less. I just generally referee. I don't care. It was fine tonight. No problems. No problems at all. I thought he did have a good game. Like the only decision really where it's borderline is the second goal, but mm-hmm. it's not decided anything anyway. The, I think that the game's already over. It's, that, it's that's not... that second goal, uh, like there, there in itself, they didn't give it at the time, and then VAR looks. So you can say it's a good use of VAR if you want, but then they never gave it at the time. That's that is a that is a fair challenge. It's um, never getting I, overturned. If I he doesn't I've, give it. I don't think I don't think Nunez was out of control. I think he took the ball and he went through a little bit of the player, but he didn't go through the player in a in a dangerous way. I've got no problem with that. I want challenges like challenges like that being being let go in football. They're usually um, not. That's was, kind of the point. But they, they again, we're talking about challenges all night. So. Yeah. you're asking for a consistent. You're asking for a consistency that's never going to exist because everything's different and everything is in its own vacuum. Again, I thought that looked. I thought it looked good. Uh, the only reason I thought it might be given disallowed is because it was Nunez, and usually that kind of shit that he does, there's something else involved in it. But it was a good challenge. Hard work from him. Good graft. Great pass into Sabostlight. Lovely finish. Two nil. Let's go home. I've no, again. I just <laughs> referees, man. People talk about him way too much. I don't care. That, that <laughs> second goal was that little. What ten second passage of play? Even if it wouldn't yeah. have even been ten seconds, but that was like that was Nunez in an absolute nutshell. It's like he just gave the yeah. ball away, and then Erratic. he went like 
chasing to get it back. He throws in like a mad tackle, wins it back. And then it's a fucking brilliant ball. It's absolutely, he's waited and then the gap opens up and he's just pinged it's a great it. Pass. Lovely, lovely ball. Yeah, great finish Ter- as well. Literally. Terry will be able to confirm this with, with, with his... Uh, with his young child, but Darwin's, Darwin's sort of stuff like that, he's got the consistency of a two-year-old's turd. Like, you never know what's going to be coming. You just know it's yeah. going to be a at turd. Least, you, no, it's not going to be a turd. At least I'm not getting these ones all over my fucking hands, though. That's a, that's a fucking relief. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Dan Nunes thing, the second goal, it was literally, like, him down to a tee. I mean, the second touch was quite literally a tackle. So, yeah, it, it was... Um, yeah. Do we, do we want to talk about the You want to talk about the miss. You want to talk about the chance yeah. he missed. So go on. I mean, like, get it out the way. At no, at, at no point did I think he was going to score. Even though we went through, he looked quite composed. It's just like, yeah, yeah, that was that was fully expected. It's the latest. I mean, someone put out like a, a there's a little combination of his misses this season, compilation. Sorry, and it, while it's harsh. It's you know it's there for a reason because he has had some shockers this season. Well, you could do, last, you could do a list of of Mo's as well. Nobody does because yeah, it's Mo, but you could do a list of Mo's. And who's our top bad, scorer? Mo's, who's our Mo's, top scorer? Uh, That's not what I'm saying now. Oh, Mo's right, also okay. got like you know five six years of being our yeah, top scorer. I know. Scorer That's and, why I like people not doing it. But what I'm saying is, if you're just highlighting misses, you can do that. I mean, did you see the ones Harlan missed at the weekend as well? It's like. He's in a, also, he's in a run he's also scored 14 goals. I know, I know all that. I'm just, but I'm just saying, like that one tonight, I didn't think he was going to score either. I didn't. Because it, that's just the way it's going for him at the moment. It's like he needs to get a couple to just get him going again. And that then, one. Even when he was scoring, like, I mean, the West Ham one, for example, before he scored that volley, he puts one 70 yards into the cock that he should be burying. So it's not inconsistent that he's missing easy chances. Because he no. does it when he scores as well. So this, you can't really say that he's missing that because he's in a rut. It's what he does. And if, what well, I'm on it, and because I haven't been on for ages, since the last season that I think we bought the softest South American in the world because he had that thing where he'd, he'd done his toe and he didn't want to play and stuff like that. And I think the whole second half of last season, well, like, for the majority of it, he looked completely disinterested to me. And I was thinking... It might be he wasn't fucking playing, that's why. Now, well, yeah, because he wasn't fucking interested. But I'll, what I'll concede is that this season his game has improved as well. Our game has improved. He's a better um, team player and stuff like that. But there's still so many rough edges. And the biggest one is his finishing. And as a number nine, a number nine who is now, given the structure of the deal we made with Benfica, our most expensive player in history, our most expensive sign in history, sorry, I don't think it's good enough. I don't think he is enough. So, yeah. Not been on for a while, so I'll get it all out. <laughs> I don't think... We might win the league, but I don't think it'll be because of him. I think he'll be along for the ride, but I don't think... Along be. for the ride? Fuck off. I don't along think it'll be ride. where you can go and say, like, right, okay, here... It's not going to be because of seven, any one player like, if we do. Well, I don't know. I, I think we won in 1920 because of Sadio Mane of Villa. That, that, that's what I like. That's the moment I knew we'd win it. Okay, so then you can say if we win it this year, well, that's because of Endo's equaliser. Let's just say Endo's the reason we won the league by that logic. Well, no, you'd, be, you'd say Trent's winner. Oh, right, Trent's winner, but without Endo's equaliser, Trent's winner doesn't happen. So 
Well, maybe Trent equalises and we go on a score of winner from someone else. Didn't, Probably not Nunes because he fucking missed a couple of sitters already. Yeah, and he also played a part in both of those goals as well. So he's contributing even if he's not getting on the score. So he's still making like valuable I said, contributions. I didn't say he wasn't. He wasn't becoming a decent team player. He's becoming that, or he's become that a better team player than he was previously. And I'll tell you but something still, else. Go on. I don't even enjoy watching us when he's not playing. If he's not on the pitch, it's just not as good. And I'm well, just like, well, it's Darwin on. It's not the uh, same when that, he's not there. It's just it's uh, to that end, I'll concede. To that end, I'll concede. I seen someone on Twitter say earlier, even if he's not um, creating the chances himself, he is a magnet for it around the box because he he does. He's very direct. He causes issues for, for defenders and stuff like that. But stuff time, happens like, when he's on the pitch. St- when he's stuff not there, does like happen. It's just fucking dull. I think but, that's massively overstating. I think you're overstating it as well. Yeah. Well, stuff happens. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it when he's not playing, and you'll find yourself going, oh, "Fucking hell! Come on, bring Darwin on." I've uh, there have been occasions. Well, that was tonight, I didn't think. Yeah, there have been occasions when I've thought that because I'm not an idiot. But at the same time, there has been occasions when I've enjoyed the, the, the football. Where I've I've not thought, you know, but this needs a bit of Darwin. Well, I'm, I'm struggling to think of any. Yeah, my memory's poor, but yeah. I do remember like how I'm feeling. If I can't remember specific games, I know that generally <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Mm. And the chance I, tonight. Yeah. Did you think he was going to score? No, I didn't. I said I didn't there think he was going to score yeah. because it, yeah. it's, that's how it's going at the moment. What I did think, watching it back, is I think he needs to lift that. And I think the reason he didn't lift it is because he's lifted it at the weekend and hit the bar. And he's Remember like the goal he scored for Uruguay? And I was the one saying, that's not a good finish. I can't remember who I was on with, mm. but I was arguing with someone and they were like saying, oh, you know, behave yourself. I don't know if it was Paul, it might have been Paul, but someone yeah. was like defending him. And I'm saying, no, that's not a good finish. That's gone in because the goalkeeper's dived out the way and it's gone through the keeper's legs. And I said, next time if he does that and it hits the keeper, everyone's going to be going, oh, what a shit miss. Well, that was that tonight. That's the same thing. It's more or less the same finish and this time it hit the keeper and it's not gone through his legs. And that's why I was saying that was not a convincing finish for Uruguay the other week because it's not a high percentage finish. So he needed to lift that tonight or he needed to just drill it across and he didn't do either. And I do think that's just because he's not in a goal scoring run and you, you kind of second guess yourself. But um, yeah, he just needs like not that type of situation where he scores. He just needs a goal. And then next time he's in that type of situation, I'm sure he'll be better. But yeah, it's it's got it's going on a little bit too long now. Uh, so seven games, is it? He needs yeah, a goal. But let's not yet. forget that. We'll put this in the match report last week. You know, you can fix eight on the seven games without a goal. But in that in that period, he, he scored twice in one game, and he's offside by a toenail for the first one, and then the other ones like the overhead kick where he's come back from an offside position. So they they could easily have been a goal on another day. It's not that he's not put the ball in the net. He put the ball in the net twice yeah. there, but they don't count. He's at the bar, he's at the post. So it's an, the not scoring for seven games is a statistical anomaly. It's not like he's fucking but, Neil Morpé, who's like uh, just looks like he's never going to score. Neil Morpé scored. Well, the line line he did score this week, didn't he? I know he did, but... Yeah, he did, yeah. He, yeah, but he went like 40 games without a goal, didn't he? Yeah, but he was playing for Everton. For part of the time, yeah. Well, most of yeah. the time. I mean, the bo- bottom line to that argument about 
you know, this, that, and the other. Is that if my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. It doesn't really matter. He's offside. Hey, listen, what, what goes on in your family is your business, mate. <laughs> How very transphobic of you. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going to get us the explicit label on the Apple podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, like I said, I'd, since last season, I've been on a bit of a downer with him. Um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah I mean I called him fucking dog shit just before he scored twice against Newcastle and then I was up and down after he did but yeah I don't think I don't think he's it for us but yes. that's no surprise to you <laughs> good comeback I think if he was this is always this is always going to go on in circles because he's always going to be a little bit erratic he's never going to be like he's never going to very jibble seaside yeah, exactly. No, he's never going to put up Salah or even Mane numbers because he's he's just too erratic. He just because you mm. can't you can't label a player when he comes on, things happen, chaos and all that jazz. Because all those things basically say he's erratic and you don't know what's going to happen. Just making a note yeah. of this, he's never going to put up Sadio Mane numbers. I'll take that bet on. I don't like. I don't even think that's an insult. Like Mane was a great, great player. I know. But his numbers were not incredible. His numbers weren't like unattainable. There's absolutely well, no reason why Darwin well, can't put up the, the same kind of numbers that Sadio did. I I don't feel like that's even an insult. Like if he if he comes close to matching Mane's contributions to the team, then and the, if you want to you know goals especially, then that's not a problem. No, I never said again, it was an insult. I'm yeah. saying that that's something he's capable it, of doing. But he's yeah, but he, I think, it's oh, I just think he's always going to be erratic. Again, you can't keep labeling the guy. Box office, chaos, all this stuff. Because underlying it, you're basically saying you don't know what you're going to get. And why don't you know what you're going to get? Because he's erratic. And therefore, you're never going to get the full consistency you see you need from a top-level player. So he's always going never to... He's never going to achieve that. It just it just isn't. You either... You, you, how many players... Again, we've, we've done this before. How many players like start off with this sort of wobble at that age and then go on to just like... Hit light speed. That you can name a, one of them plays for us, I suppose. But apart from that, how many can you name? But when again, when Salah came to Liverpool, he hit the ground running immediately. There was no like little bit of build up, little his goal, and then well, he scored loads in his first season. I players don't know. like that are born scoring goals. <laughs> well, players like that, are, Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler, people like that. I mean, I know Michael Owen and Fowler, you know, freaks of nature, but the born scoring goals, Haaland. The biggest freaking hater out of the lot of them. They don't. They, they just have that ability yeah, in that, he's not just, there to, to just, just go and score goals. He's not oh, just. Well, he's got, he's not just he's got number nine on his back goals. goals. But he's not for me, is he? No, but if he's, he's not, not he's scoring not goals, he's still doing stuff. He's still making things happen. It's not like if he's not scoring, he's a passenger. Some, I mean, sometimes some of it seems unintentional what he's doing. Though. Oh, now you're just being fucking disrespectful. <laughs> I've said I've said far worse about him. Let's have it right. But I mean, yeah, it's you know we're obviously never going to agree on any of this. We're a much but, better team when he's playing than when he isn't. I'll, he's fucking, much, I'll mm. die on that hill. I'll fucking well, fight I'm, any of you. Well, I'm I, terrified I, I, that I, that says a lot about our team. To be honest well, with you, well, it does say a lot about Diaz's form currently, because mm. Diaz probably shouldn't be in the team on current form. If Gakpo. Jota was fit, he wouldn't be, would he? Yeah, no, we're, obviously we're missing... I mean, again, it's like, you know, you forget how many players are actually injured. And then you look at, like, Gakpo, and it's sort of... He's never... 
He gets less shit than Nunez, which I imagine is because he gets his no price... shit. Nobody ever well, says on. anything. Well, okay, all right. Well, but I would say that's his price tag half, right? His price yeah. tag was half half of it. Doesn't matter. It does matter because obviously price tag always comes into it. It always has. It always will. Uh, but I, I, you know, I could, you could also make a good case that like Gakpo's on worse form than than Nunez right now. And again, like you could talk about the entire front three tonight and say they weren't on good form. I just feel like I, I think Mo's sort of like got the I want because he's such a record chaser. You know, he is deep down. Yeah. He's like I don't think he loves a stats you think of, Yeah, you you think about the record, and he's on that two hundred record, and I think that's like sort of playing on his mind a little bit at the moment. When he had that he shot needs... in the first half instead of rolling yeah. it to Diaz. And he should have rolled it. That was yeah, 100% that was like terrible. the wrong... Yeah, yeah, it was. But, yeah, again, you can... Well, you might do, but because the thing is, you can make the case about, like, compilations of misses. I get all that. But when you've built up enough credit in the bank, people, unless you steal, people overlook the, the, the misses and sometimes the poor play. And, again, I think all front three were poor tonight. I, but yeah. again, I think that's just the general way the team was tonight. Again, back to what I said at the start, I think when you're in third gear away from home in the middle of a big run of fixtures, it's hard to just kick up into the next gear. Plus the tactics didn't help. Yeah, yeah. Again, we won't be talking about this game in two weeks. We won't be talking about no. this game in two days. No. I reckon, days we, I reckon we offer Brentford a swap Nunes for Ivan Tony. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know. Well, that's fanciful because swap deals really never like happen. Tony. Like the, <laughs> I, I, I always call Ivan Tony my boy in the roundups, and and Bam, all of him as well, two of them. But you're talking shite there. Swap me. Say just float that shit. Or... No, I'm, anyway, I'm can we talk about what, what was? Let's talk about what was good tonight. Yeah, Virgil. Uh, yeah, Virgil was excellent. I thought Canati was good as well, barring like a few stray passes in the first half. I thought both just like his thing there. He was, he was like, apparently like like a nine out of ten on whatever the ratings thing is people use. But on the eye test, I, I don't know. Just felt like he was uncomfortable all night. First half, I thought he he was a bit uncomfortable on the ball, but yeah. I thought he defended well. And the, the two centre backs were like probably the reason why we got the win. Because if they hadn't been at it like tonight, we could easily have conceded. Like that yeah. bit of defending in the first half from Virgil, I thought he'd left it too late. He did yeah, that he thing where he stays central and he doesn't go yeah. over. He doesn't go over. I'm like, no, you've you've got to go now, and he just timed it perfect, didn't he? he got over and made yeah. the block. He, he was in total command. He's back, of that. isn't he? Yeah. He's back. He's 100 back. He's yeah. he's been. I know. I know. Um, won't leave it on it too long because I think John John was really good in it when he spoke about him the other week. Um, he's he's back to just being. Out and out, the best at what he does is, yeah. and he's back to doing it. Well, well, it looks like he's not breaking a sweat as well, yeah. which was always the best thing about him is that he played with his flip flops on. Um, yeah, it's 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 so good to see, and I, I mean, like it's even more important now, especially with the injuries, the fact that Kanate can't stay fit anyway. Um, he's he's the one constant, and his, his form is just his, his, his form is brilliant again. It's so good to see. Him. Like this, because especially last season, I thought he was definitely. I thought he'd started to dip. Um, I wasn't as I think. I remember you and Paul saying, um, especially attitude-wise, you, you weren't too keen on, on him. Um, I was never really that bothered about him attitude-wise because I think he had 
again, like Mo was saying before, he had everything that had gone before when he could back that up. I just thought physically he looked like he was on the decline. He looked like um, he was a symptom of where the team was going as well, or representative of where the team was going because the whole team was on the decline. But again, for this season, you could say he's representative of where... Well, certainly in position-wise, you could say he's a representative of that. In that his form is just again so good, and he's he's making it look easy again. Uh, he's back to doing them, them big diagonals and, and like things like nine out of ten of them look to be hitting yeah. hitting a spot every time he's doing it. Um, he's just he's just so good. Like I think when we did that part about our favourite signings, I said he was the best signing we'd ever made. And while I wouldn't say he's back at that level because that level was like. Superman, mm. he, he's at a level now where he's, he's comfortably, comfortably uh, the best centre half in this league anyway. I think. Yeah, he's not far off what he was. He's like, he's doing a really good impression of, no. of what he was. The thing that was pissing but his, me his off. Best was, his, his best was just so freakishly. Yeah. Like, I don't think there'd been anyone before him, or definitely not since, where he was at his peak. No, uh, I agree. That was yeah. that good. That good. But last season, when his, when his form dipped, um, well, it did more than dip. It just it was it wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, fell off a it. And yeah. when it was getting pointed out, he was like getting really arsy about it. He was like bristling to criticism. And then now, mm. whenever he's talking about it, he's like, "Yeah, I wasn't very good last season." I'm like, "Yeah, but people said that last season, and you saw your ass over it." So that's what was annoying at yeah. the time. But now he's actually saying, "Yeah, I wasn't playing very well, but now I am." Um, but the, the captaincy as well, you know, I had doubts about yeah. that. I felt like he kind of got it through default. It was you had to give it to him because it would have caused a shitstorm if you didn't. But it was clearly like it was the right decision, and he's responded brilliantly. I think he's been a fantastic yeah. captain. I think Trent's done a good job at like growing into like a leadership role as well. So that side of it looks good. And a couple of times tonight as well, like you've seen Virgil talking to the ref, and Trent was there as well. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what you want to see. The two of them, it, it's their job to be doing that, and it was good to see that they were. And he was shoving other players out the way as well. Who were, were, wouldn't say getting in the ref's face, but they were, they were having words yeah. where. He didn't Endo need to be, I think one of them, Endo, yeah. Endo did it when he was on the booking as well in Virgil. I thought he, he was good tonight, Endo. Like, I know yeah, we got another booking, but I thought his performance was fine. I thought he he, um, he did what we needed him to do. It wasn't like flashy well, or anything, but I thought he was fine. But the tackle got booked off, like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> 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 fucking yeah. wild. He's got a little habit of looking like he's lost the ball, but then it, he's somehow popping it off to someone. Yeah. Uh, like one of our lads, I mean, but yeah, he was good tonight. I mean, I think that was his first ninety minutes in the league as well. Was it? Okay. So yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it was anyway. I yeah, think it probably is. Because nice he started many. No, because especially with that booking, because you're thinking. I mean, I was thinking anyway. Might take him off for half time, because um, you run the risk with it, especially because he does sometimes get the tackles a little bit late. Mm. Um, but he, yeah, he was, he was, he was really, really good. I think it's, it's like, I know he's the captain of Japan and stuff like that, but like. He's quite inexperienced. It's like I only found out the other day that this season is the first time he's actually played in any sort of European competition. Like he's literally only just played for Stuttgart in, in the Bundesliga, and that's it. So, how long was he there? Old, how long did he play for them? It was only like I think he was there like four or five, five six years. years he's quite yeah, old when he like got that. there. Like not not old, but he wasn't a kid when he signed for them, was he? No, and it like I know we've had that discussion with Stu Monty about it but it's going to take him if he, if he can anyway much longer to adapt than anyone else because 
he's coming in at an age where most players are already starting to go on the on um, on the way down. But yeah, he was he was good tonight. He's he's been okay. It's just like, and I don't want to dwell on it. I'll get back into it. Never had an issue with him. It's the issue with the circumstances around us signing him and stuff like that, and, and how it came about and, and how it was sold to us at the time. And then it's it's been the complete opposite the whole time he's been there. Um, but yeah, no issue with him tonight. Yeah, was, none of that's really his good. fault, is it? He can only no exactly. He yeah. can only like yeah. do his best when he plays, and and yeah, I think he's yeah. been fine. You know, but we just wanted. Some like a bit more flashy, sorry. didn't he? Someone who was going to start yeah. all the time in that position and let McAllister do his thing. Um, yeah, well, we've got that money to go in January, haven't we? So no, that's going to go on a centre back now, hasn't he? Or a right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jules, what did you think of McAllister tonight? I thought we should have taken him off when he had that first knock. <laughs> what, we what, after like <laughs> two minutes, was it? <laughs> no, it was, late. it was longer than that, wasn't it? Oh no, it was after two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really early. Yeah, I was, I, I was just again thinking of the injuries there. Like, I don't know how injured you are, but I don't really don't need you disappearing for a few months. So, I was, I was like, get Jones on, just get someone else on. <laughs> I, I thought he was all right, but again, I, I don't think it's a fair game to judge him because I just think the tempo was really, really slow tonight. So I don't think it, it was a good. That great showcase for him. And he had, a, he had thing, that shot, didn't he? He had that shot that was like a sort of a, yeah. the Diet Coke version yeah. of his shot yeah. <laughs> on, on on the weekend. So I quite enjoyed that. I, I ideally would love to see him play there more because I think we are miss we're definitely missing out on 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 what he can bring. That sounds really generic there. I I, I could have been Tim Sherwood saying that, but I do think <laughs> I do think like we're, we're hampering ourselves here by not by not actioning. The signing of a dedicated six who can play every week, which Endo can't. Um, I think we're just we're making life harder for ourselves than we need to. Um, and I would like to see him play. I'd like to see him play. I would say midfield on Saturday. You probably can't do it, so I'd say probably you drop McAllister out. I'd leave Endo in. I think he's if he if he can do two games, yeah, in close succession, then I think he he gets he gets to go again. Uh, I'd keep Sabos lying, even though I don't think he was any great shakes for most of the game tonight. I think he was better um, in the last, what, 15 minutes, maybe? He does come uh, on strong and... at the end of games, though. Like, he's done that all season. Yeah. It's one good thing. Yeah. And um, I, I would probably give Curtis the, the nod on the weekend over, over Elliot. See, I me. think McAllister has got no chance of starting at the weekend because he took a bit of a beating tonight. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just that, like that first one. He had a couple of other. Um, he was down twice. Aside from that, and yeah, he was subbed at the weekend because Klopp said he looked like he'd run out of gas. I think yeah, he, there's no way you start him at the weekend at Palace. I think he sits that one out. Sit that an one interesting out. one. Like, mm. do you start him again? I, I think if he's, as I would you say I would if he's up to it. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a pure physicality issue there, isn't it? So it is he can he go for another like eighty minutes? Maybe not full ninety, maybe 70, 80 minutes. Yeah. And if he can at a high level, then I, I think he's earned the chance there to have to have a go at it. Um, because you, we've got a tough schedule coming up. Like if and again, if you can leave McAllister, maybe have twenty minutes at the end on the weekend, then he won't play midweek, so we get him fresh then for United. Yeah. Um, in two weeks, well, a week and a half away. So. It's all about load management. They they should know more than we do. But I think again, 
you know, to stress what I said at the start, you're going to have to expect some poor or erratic um, performances and just be just be like get the points and that'll be all right because you can't expect to be like playing liquid football at this time of the year for one reason everything's fucking frozen so there's not much liquid going around <laughs> but it's you just well, you we just can't expect it tonight. yeah we were we were there was no everyone was giving their beers to the team bus because it was just like straight away ice cold as soon as you got on there but i, I just think you have to expect it this time of year it is what it, it is what it is it's 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 the thick of the season and once you get past that Newcastle game, I mean, I, again, we've drawn Arsenal in the FA Cup third round. The absurdity of how many times we draw fucking Premier League teams or big teams in the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. But away once we pass well. that, yeah. away, yeah, usually, yeah. yeah. Um, that after that, there's what um, about a week and a half. We get our midweek, we get our, our January break. So again, time to take stock, bed in all the new signings we've made <laughs> with a bit of warm weather training. Good to go. <laughs> uh, oh fucking hell. Um, anything else on tonight before we look ahead to, to Palace? Um, only just to I'd say, go it on only time. came out tonight. Sorry, Jules. It only came out tonight about um, Matip uh, doing his ACL there. Um, do you think that's it for him? Yeah. No, now? I think that it, it, he's out for the season. I think they'll give him a twelve-month contract because you don't. When players are injured, they tend to not let them. I don't think you can let them go and. Out, you know, if they're out of contact, but they've got an injury, I think you, yeah. you've got a duty, haven't you, to keep them and get them fit again. And then, you know, you don't have to give them a year. You could give them a few months or whatever, but you can't just say, yeah, yeah. see you later. And knowing Klopp the way he is, I think he'll he'll give he'll give him another season to get himself Shame fit. That, and then, it's yeah. a shame. I thought, to be fair, I thought we should have sold him um, in the summer, but he came back and he was playing really well. He was, so, yeah. It's a shame. Same in general, anyway, because he's obviously a great character and stuff like that. But it's a shame because he played himself into some great form, um, was playing really well, and, and he'd, he'd won his place back as as Virgil's partner. So, yeah, it, it's a proper, proper, um, proper blow that one. Mm. And especially because we can't trust Canati to stay fit, and no. we need him to, no. you know, the, the amount of games we've got coming up. Uh, do you think he plays at the weekend? Because I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Well, you think Gomez comes comes in and yeah, or even Kwanzaa? No, I'm you can't play Kwanzaa away at Palace. Oh You're yeah, because I mean, like their centre forwards are so fucking good, aren't they? That like, what, it's not about that. Fucking it's not about that. About I just said about away from home and the just. 12.30 kickoffs, which are like our kryptonite. No, no, no don't he play He plays at Newcastle. He can fucking handle Crystal Palace. Okay. Plays at Wolves, yeah. Wolves are a better team than Palace. Did he play at Wolves yeah. and Newcastle, or did he play at one of them? Was it not Newcastle? Quanta. Yeah, I know he Quanta. definitely played at he, Wolves, didn't he? He, he, he came on as a Wolves. sub against came Newcastle, on. didn't he? Yeah, came on yeah, when we were right. still 1-0 down, I think. Yeah. 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 No, he can handle it. I, I wouldn't be worried about that. Um, depends on on where Gomez plays. Um, I suppose he's not going to play left back. Costas will come back in, so you could play Gomez in the middle. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, I think uh, he played Gomez with his passing tonight. Fucking hell, some of it. Oh, First twenty it's... minutes, don't know what he was playing. at wasn't football. No. Yeah, he got caught he, for that he... chance that he had, didn't he? Yeah, he did that. That thing on the halfway line. He did that a couple of times last season, and I think. I think he did it three times maybe I'm thinking of and every time it resulted in a goal the big one I can think of was 
Forrest away. He did it on the halfway line. Dragged the lad back and he scored from the free kick. Um, yeah. Straight after it. But he, he does have like a propensity to do that. Yeah, um, he's been playing so well. But yeah. sloppy today. I, th- yeah. I don't. I also, sorry again from tonight, I don't know what Harvey has to do to get a start. Because yeah, he, he come on good. again and he, he was excellent again tonight. So hopefully, hopefully start him in midfield on Saturday. Uh, Can I just say on Gomez, he's, he did more than a beautiful him, ball in the second half. He did. Was yeah. It was Trent to yeah. Trent, effectively. It was such a great ball. It was one it was of the first Trent half. Oh, it was first half. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm trying oh, to think what side. The pitch he was on here was first half, wasn't it? We were attacking that side. I, I like his adventurous streak because he is getting forward. He's like, it's not that he's reluctant to do it. And when he's on the right, I think he can be really effective. But on the left, there's just not that much he can do. You know, I need him to score as well. I can't be doing with another right back with number two who never scores. Yeah, yeah never scored him. Yeah. I do feel like yeah. it's coming with him, but then I did for Rob Jones for so Jones, long. Yeah. Cost me a fortune in like first goal scorer <laughs> bets. <laughs> Mad that, isn't it? They both, both were number two, both right backs, both got three letters in the first name, five letters in the second name, and the never scoring. You've thought about this a little bit too much. Yeah, counting letters and names. <laughs> what? No, I'm just younger than all you, so I can think quicker. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's not what I was doing when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm married with a child now. Got no time for any of that. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no enjoyment whatsoever. <laughs> That's why you're so down on Darwin as well, you miserable bastard. I know, I know. Nah, and that's why I'm losing my hair as well. Uh, that's another reason why you're down on Darwin as well. Like, all the baldies are always down on Darwin. This time next year, when my new wig is, my new weave is bedded in, maybe him and me will be mates. <laughs> I don't need my teeth, I've already had that done. <laughs> Keep trying to sell me a set of rares, I'm like, listen mate, just do me the fringe and leave me alone, will you? <laughs> yeah, they come back looking like Wayne Rooney when he got his done, you remember? Yeah, as long as I don't look like him now, fucking hell. Oh, Rooney looked like a spud, he'd been covered in glue and rolled across a barbershop floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does that's strangely specific but yes he does he does he's looking exactly like that uh, oh, let's get, let's wrap this up because yeah I want to go to bed um, yeah. predictions for the weekend then I'll let Terry go first uh, yeah I'm going to say 3-0 Salah Hattrick hmm. I think he's overplaying massively Palace I think uh we're not overplaying well, Palace, we're underplaying us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll be sad. We'll be sad on us, I do. I do think that. Um, yeah, 3-0. Jules? I think uh, it'll either be a draw or it'll be 1-0 to us. I think um, I think if Jones starts, he'll score. Who've uh, City got? I know. Sorry, Dave, I know you're going to jump over the prediction. City have got I'll have a look at that. Why Dave talk? They've, I oh. think they've got someone shit. Cool. Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. I feel the same as Jules. It's either going to be a draw or we're going to win 2-1. I don't think we'll yeah. keep a clean sheet. Uh, and City, I think City away to Luton on Sunday. Yeah. There you mm. go. They probably will win because they haven't won in four. But, I mean, Luton get... Yeah. Luton, Luton will probably be looking at that thinking they've got nothing to lose. And yeah, well, they give a, a good account to themselves yesterday against Arsenal. You can say, yeah, they conceded in 97th yeah. minute. They also scored three goals against Arsenal. Yeah. So, 
Relegation six points of that, the way the form's gone. <laughs> Do you know, here's one for you. Manchester United only set, uh, are only three points behind Manchester City now. Did they win tonight? They did. They beat Chelsea 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. Scott McTominay, the legend, legendary goal scorer, scored to 2 oh, yeah, they, they He's, he's too good for United. They don't fucking deserve him. All he do is slag him off and say he needs to be Yeah, they don't want him, do they? He's your fucking best <laughs> yeah. player. Open your eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they think like they're too good for Scott McTominay. Like, no, Scott McTominay can do better than you. He's a fucking good player. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, three points behind City then. Fucking hell. Yeah. And they're in perennial crisis, just... Manchester United. I know. It's, it's yeah. totally bizarre, isn't it? How has that even happened? The fucking terrible. Oh, oh my God. I've only just seen like four points out of the City as well. I thought it was only two. And I'll still yeah, six. I'm doing me nicely. Yeah, fucking hell, they are, aren't they? Yeah, that game with Arsenal just... we've got coming up, that's like that's huge. Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah I keep breaking I keep like. Really. It's a Christmas ruin, I'm not for sure. Go. Oh, God, For yeah. somebody. Yeah. Well, hopefully for them. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, the trains are on safe and they can't go as well. <laughs> that, that, if, if, they, if, the, if the league table stays as it is, if we both win, if we win at Palace and they beat Villa, I mean, they've got Villa on the weekend and, on Villa, and that's at Villa Park as well, 5.30 yep. games. So that'll be interesting to see what they bring out of that. But should yeah. we match each other for points between now and then? That game just go like five thirty on the twenty third, just before Christmas. It's gonna be. If you can't pull an atmosphere out of your ass and feel for that one, then you probably never will. Well, I mean, I... they've got Brighton as well on the uh, the the day we play United. I don't trust so... Brighton at all. No, they've been, they've been up and down, haven't they? They've got actually yeah. quite. They've got at Brighton, West Ham, Fulham. Like around playing us, so there's a couple of games there where you're thinking there's a possibility of slipping up. But if we're being honest about it, they do look a better team now. They do look like, even though they escaped that one last night, they do look like they've got it in them now, which is a shame because it feels like this might be the this might be the year with City sort of dropping yeah. off a little bit, and we're not because we we can talk about title challenges, but let's be frank, none of us think the team is the is the finished article here. There's still like yeah. a lot of flaws. So we all know. The one thing, yeah, there is, yeah. but the one thing we've got going for us, and to be fair, someone on Talksport said this yesterday, uh, is the manager. Mm. The, the, the manager knows he knows what it takes, yeah. and like I mean, there's still half that team are league winners. Yeah, a lot of half the that team have done it. Well. Yeah, um, you got a World Cup winner in McAllister, so I mean, I know like he only won that because he was playing the best player of all time, but there's. there's Players there who've been him. Good point, well made. <laughs> it's not relevant to Seeing what Terry manager. said, but it's a good point, well no. made. Say <laughs> <laughs> about the um, January transfer window, I'm a bit close that he's gone to Miami because I'd have him me. back. I'd absolutely have him back. <laughs> yeah, I would. I think it's me, but, you, and Paul, I and mean, then nobody else is on board. Would you? That. Going yeah, back that, to be the Maxi Rodriguez it. to him when he start when he came here for Darwin. Yeah. When like just Maxi mate. was kept around yeah. just to, to get him here, like... just just mentor him. Yeah. 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 And then bring in uh, William to be Allison's God Squad mates because I don't think he's got a new one now, has he? Uh, no. He's all the Brazilians so. apart from him. Yeah. So yeah, I'd. Uh, I mean, I'd. I was kind of toying with that when you were speaking about William the other day. You know, like for a, a six-month thing in January, 
You'd seriously go for Willie, Ann? Are we talking about the guy who plays for Fulham? I am, yeah. I think what he's a really fuck? good player. This is a bit random. Yes. Like, just, I, know, I like him. He's a good player, but fucking hell, that's, that's random. Man. I think he's one. Of, he's one of them who could come in and make like a, like enough of a difference where he could contribute to it, especially in place of Darwin. I mean, because like, what's he gonna do? No way. If you were saying <laughs> coming off of Diaz, I could kind. You just of want to sign everyone who's at Fulham. You want? To... Yeah, Polina as well. <laughs> well every, everyone, everyone apart from Harry Wilson. Jules, because you, you went on after the Fulham game, did you celebrate Harry Wilson's goal? Did you give a little <laughs> fist pump like on the sly? <laughs> um, oh, you were in the Annie Road end, weren't you? You yeah. weren't even at the... Co- oh, gutted. Yeah, it was a good finish. Yeah, you dreamt of that for so long and then you're at the other end. No, he scores... And, he and scores, he's wearing another shirt. <laughs> no, he scores goals for Wales. He's, he's, he does well for Wales. He's uh, he, scored, uh, he scored quite a few goals for Wales recently. No? God... And uh, I, I always felt like Harry, and you felt the same, Dave. So I don't know, you know, yeah. Harry Wilson. Oh, I, I, I was felt. Was, was, I think he was sold a little bit of a pup, and that he never got a chance to play. Like, I just wanted him to get like the sort of chances that, like, let's say Curtis got, where he would play in the cup teams. Yeah, fair enough. But then he'd get on like for a bit of meaty action in the league every now and then. But yeah. Harry Wilson never seemed to get there. And it's not like he's a shit player. He's playing like. He's one of the better players in Fulham, in a, who are they're, they're struggling a bit this year because like no Mitrovic, but they're looking now they're looking like they've hit a bit of form. But they're a, they're a decent Premier League team, all told, and he's 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 a part of that. So he never got to a, play with the good players. No, like he, he, no, he had a few cup games, but he never really got to play and, with with the good players. And he was respectful. That he scored at the cup end, and he didn't celebrate, so you can't fault him. No good finish, good and he's got better eyes than the linesman because he knew that goal was offside. Yeah. yeah, he was convinced, wasn't he? Yeah, he was right. Yeah, yeah. All right, are we done then? Anything else? Yeah, go ahead. I think think we're sorted, aren't we? Let us yeah. never speak of that game again. Yeah, let's call it a night. I've still got to write a match report on it tomorrow, but then after that, I'll never speak of it again. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll call it a night, and we'll be back after the Palace game on Saturday. It's an early kickoff, so we should have that out by Saturday evening. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you soon. Well, the best word I can say, but uh, we'll describe this was boom. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what was this? It was really good.